0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, January 4th, 2024. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A road rage incident turned deadly in suburban Cleveland last night. ONN's Maureen Kyle reports. One person is dead after a road rage shooting that ended with a car crashing into a Maple Heights home. The crash happened around 7 o'clock last night. 32-year-old Christopher Jones was found on the ground with multiple bullet wounds. He later died at the hospital. Police say their investigation found that another vehicle was involved in a road rage type incident, but there's no information on that vehicle. No other injuries were reported and the investigation is ongoing. I'm Maureen Kyle. A truck carrying hazardous waste from the cleanup in East Palestine overturned in Geauga County. It happened just after 5 a.m. on Tuesday. ONN's Dave James has more. The site is about 10 miles east of the Cleveland suburb of Pepper Pike near the town of Novelty. Firefighters discovered a tanker truck on its side that had spilled four gallons of the 5,000 gallons of wastewater it was carrying from East Palestine, along with about 200 gallons of diesel fuel. A hazmat team responded to clean it up. It was in February that East Palestine was the site of a toxic train derailment, which resulted in a massive cleanup at that site. The driver of the truck was taken to a hospital. Dave James, I went in news. Northwest of Cincinnati, people in Harrison say they are in disbelief after seeing a Confederate flag next to a Welcome to Harrison, Ohio sign. Now there's a debate over who put it up in the first place and who can take it down. Here's Jessica Hart. Harrison Mayor Ryan Grubbs said in an email, a family that owns the property posted the sign and put the flag up. This is not a city property or project. Trudy Gaba is a social justice curator at the National Underground Railroad Freedom Center. The Confederate flag is being emblematic of the desire to own people as property. The mayor has a team looking into the display to see if it's a zone violation or misrepresentation. In Harrison, Jessica Hart. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost and some state lawmakers were the victims of swatting over the holidays, with someone calling police to report shootings at their homes. Yost is talking about it. Neither my wife nor I were home when it happened. Um, But this isn't a prank. It's not funny. Uh, It's very dangerous. Uh, It's dangerous for the people that are being swatted, but it's dangerous for the community. It's dangerous for the police officers that are responding. Threats were also made around that same time to synagogues and hospitals in the state. Giant Eagle says skimmer devices used to steal customer debit and credit card information were found recently at five stores in Columbus, Powell, Parma, Brooklyn, and South Euclid. ONN's Neil Fisher in Cleveland has more. It's unclear how long the skimmers were on the supermarket register pin pads, but Giant Eagle says all of their pin pads were secured by November 9th. Giant Eagle says the crime, quote, may have captured information only for a small number of customers. The company says the crime could have only impacted customers who swiped a payment card at the register and not those who use the tap or chip method to pay. Giant Eagle said the company has retrained store members on identifying skimmer devices. I'm Neil Fisher. There's new information on the future of Ohio House Bill 68, which was vetoed by Governor Mike DeWine. The bill seeks to ban gender-affirming care for transgender children in the state and would block transgender athletes from participating in girls' and women's sports. ONN's Doug Petcash in Columbus has details on what state lawmakers will do next. An override vote could come as early as next Wednesday. Ohio Speaker of the House, Jason Stevens, announced on Tuesday the House will go into session the afternoon of January 10th. Governor DeWine vetoed the bill on December 29th. The governor then detailed three rules he wants drafted. A rule banning gender-affirming surgery for anyone under the age of 18. A rule to require reporting of this type of medical care to relevant agencies as a way to establish data. And a rule to ban pop-up clinics and make sure those Who receive this care have access to counseling. I'm Doug Petcast. Democratic State Representative Mary Lightbody from the Columbus suburb of Westerville says she is stepping down. ONN's Tracy Townsend has the story. In a letter to House leadership, Lightbody says she wants to spend more time with her family and move out of state. She plans to resign next Tuesday. The Ohio House Democratic Caucus will appoint someone to serve out the rest of her term, which does run through the end of the year. I'm Tracy Townsend. And for the second time in nearly a year, a restaurant that once had several Ohio locations has announced its closing one in the northeastern part of the state. ONN's Stephanie Haney in Cleveland reports. Melt Bar and Grilled announced that their Avon store is now gone for good. The location on Detroit Road has been open for seven years, but in a press release, Melt owner Matt Fish says the decision was due to economic issues following the COVID-19 pandemic. This is the fourth location to shut down after Melt's Cleveland Heights store closed in 2020, followed by the Canton and Dayton stores closing in January of last year. I'm Stephanie Haney. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.